I think I'm live, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'm waiting for the other page to load. So I apologize if uh, there's a, a gap. So um, I think we're ready to go now. Um, hi, and this is Karen Squalanti, and I am uh, with Nature's Alchemy, and I invite you into Nature's Alchemy, where we explore natural healing of crystals, plants, and herbalism, essential oils, and the many ways that Mother Earth provides for our healing and well-being. I will guide you through these methods you can to recruit these allies and receive their help in bringing the body back into balance. So, <clears throat> excuse me, today I have a really, really, really full class for you. I'm going to be teaching about the chakras. Now, I have probably three hours worth of presentation here, but uh, <laughs> we're going to try to do a lot of it in an hour. Um, so anyway, uh, the chakras, chakras are very interesting. Uh, they come from Ayurvedic medicine. And um, they're very old. Uh, they're based on color. Uh, there are many systems of, of chakras, but we are going to talk about the rainbow system, which is the one that I adhere to. It's very simple, easy to learn. And also uh, it's easy to remember the colors because I know I'm sure everybody that's grown up has uh, learned the, the colors for the rainbow, uh, Roy G. Biv. And uh, so if you can remember Roy G. Biv, you can remember the colors um, for the rainbow system. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So a chakra, a chakra means wheel, but that's not really the best translation. Vortex is better translation. And a vortex, if you can imagine uh, tornadoes in a funnel shape, okay? And that's what they look like um, energetically. Now, uh, according to the rainbow system, there are seven major chakras. Although remember, there are, are chakras. Chakras are just energy centers. That's all they really are, okay? There's nothing, it is mystical, it's esoteric, but it's also real. And you can actually feel, um, the energies if you're uh, open to that but uh what they are are they're they like they're spinning like little hurricanes and uh the seven major chakras you have your crown chakra and that goes up like this in a, in a cone so it sits on top of your head kind of like that all right and then you have uh the other five all right you have your third eye your uh, throat your chest uh your center of your chest which is your heart chakra then you have right above your stomach, which is your solar plexus, and you have right where your uh, reproductive organs are, that's your sacral chakra, and then down in between your legs or at the base of your spine is your root. Now the root goes down towards the earth, the head, uh, the seventh crown chakra goes towards the, uh, towards the sky. So, uh, when you're talking about the root chakra, the root chakra is going to go down into cone like this, okay? And all your other ones are going to come out to the front and also to the back. Remember, your chakras go through your body. They just don't come out your front. They also come out your back. So if you, remember, if you're looking sideways at somebody, you see two cones coming out this way. That's what the chakras look like. So, um, so you have seven major chakras. So the first, first root chakra, okay, which is at the base of your spine, 
And I'm going to go over all these in detail. I have a lot of information about the chakra system. So I'm going to go quickly through the seven and then we're going to go into depth. So, and then the, uh, that's the, uh, at the center of uh, your, in between your legs or at the base of your spine, that's the root chakra, okay? Then you have your sacral chakra, which is the second one, number two, and that's right above your reproductive organs or where the, you know, the Asians, where they say chi or ki, that's where it originates right there. And that's your sacral chakra. And then you have your solar plexus, which is your third chakra. Okay, now, oh, also the root chakra uh, color is red. So remember, Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. That's how the colors go. So your root chakra, uh, the color is red. Your sacral chakra is orange. All right, your, excuse me. Yes, your sacral chakra is orange. Your solar plexus chakra, which is number seven, which is number three, is uh, yellow. And then you have number four, which is your heart chakra. Now that's the only chakra that actually has two colors. All right, the first color, of course, is green, or going according to the rainbow system, but they're also pink. All right, so you have pink and green for your fourth chakra or your, root or your heart chakra, which is right in the center of your chest. And then you have your throat chakra, all right? And this is blue, um, not dark blue. We're gonna talk about that in just a second when we get to the, in, uh, when we get to the uh, crown. I mean, the, excuse me, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, my, my brain is going faster than my mouth. So uh, we talk about the third eye, but this is like a, a, like a, a medium blue, sky blue, uh, royal blue, uh, robin's egg blue, all those blues. Okay, all that blue, <clears throat> fifth chakra, and uh, that was the blue. Okay, then you have your uh, third eye, which is right here in the center of your forehead, all right? And that is indigo, which is very dark. It's a very dark blue, almost, it doesn't look black, but it's not quite purple either. It's just a very, very dark, dark blue. If you've ever seen very good quality soda light, let me see if I have pieces of it. Yeah, I know I have soda light, of course, but... Uh... Let me see, maybe this would be better. Uh, I have a piece of um, blue, uh, let's see. Yeah, you see how dark that is? Uh, that's blue tiger's eye. Okay, that would be a, uh, a third eye, uh, a third eye uh, chakra color. See how dark that is? Um, let's see, my soda light is, well, they have, there's a couple of dark spots on it. But you see how dark those dark spots are? Okay, that's, that's, that's a sixth chakra. Okay, that's a sixth chakra color. Now, well, I'm gonna get to, I have plenty of stones. I've got trays of stones here I'm gonna show you. Okay, so after that, enter the sixth chakra, then you have your crown chakra, which is at the top of your head, and that's uh, violet, or it's actually ultraviolet as, uh, as a complement to the root chakra, which is actually infrared. Okay, it's the beginning of the visible light spectrum, okay? So we have ultraviolet. So that's why you can use clear stones because ultraviolet really does appear very, very almost clear. Um, you can get some very light purple stones. I've seen very, very, very light amethyst and you know that kind of stuff. Um, and those you can use for the crown chakra if they're very almost you know, clear. Uh, and, and that's, <clears throat> excuse me, and that, so that's ultraviolet. All right, so let's see. Um, so there are some things I wanna talk about before I get into depth. Uh, now, 
what happens when your chakras are out of balance or blocked? Well, that's why most people have issues because of that. Now, there are uh, a, a ton of chakra tests online and you could just go do a Google search and do chakra tests and take any one of them because they're really not, unless you find one that's very in depth, but these are just to get you started. So I found one online and I printed it out. So just real quick, just to give you an idea. Okay, heart chakra. I'm just gonna use the heart chakra as an example. Do you find it difficult to love or feel loved? If you answer, well, now if you answer yes to any of these questions, then you might wanna take a look at uh, issues with the root chakra. Okay, are you intolerant, critical, or and or judgmental? Do you feel exhausted and drained most of the time? Are you impatient or the opposite? For instance, too patient or too tolerant and others taking advantage of you. Do you often have difficulty in saying you are sorry or in feeling forgiveness? If you answer yes to most of the above, your heart chakra needs attention. So those are the kind of things. And I think I need my, I think my heart chakra needs attention. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I, I really, I, I really, uh, um, you know, uh, encourage you guys to, to take one of these tests if you're really interested in learning about the chakras because it really will um, point you in a direction where you can start to heal yourself. Now, there's a lot of different ways that, uh, to um, activate chakras or if they're overactivated to deactivate the chakras, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So when, you're, um, when your chakras are out of balance, you're either spinning too quickly or they're spinning not quickly enough, or in worst case scenario, they're spinning in the wrong direction, which is not good, not good at all. Okay, so if you're spinning in the wrong direction, then there's something majorly wrong with them. But that's not really the case. Most of the time they're gonna either spin overly, way out of line, or they're going to spin you know, slow. Now there's different ways that you can, uh, shoot, I took all my pendulums inside, I think. Um, yeah, I did. There are a lot of ways that you can check how the, um, the spin of the chakra. Uh, my favorite way is to use the pendulum because when you hold the pendulum about two to three inches over the chakra, the pendulum gets caught up in the vortex, okay? and it will spin at the same rate as the chakra. So you can actually see how fast or how slow the, uh, the spin is on your chakra. But uh, you, and of course, it's hard to do it on yourself. So you wanna lie down on bed or, or massage table or even in a recliner and have somebody who knows how to use a pendulum do it for you. And then, you know, write down all of the, you know, like start at the root and, go up to the crown and write down, you know, like overactive, underactive or normal. Uh, now normal is like, it's a nice spin, but it's not like, you know, swinging where it's uh, getting out to a 60 degree angle on the pendulum, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a nice even spin. A slower sluggish one is just gonna do something like that. Okay, so uh, that's how much, that's how, really how you can tell if you're not sure, uh, you can just, you know, use your intuition, okay, and tune in, and it, you'll be able to determine. Um, some people use their hands, like some people are very palm sensitive, and so they use their non-dominant hand, and they can feel, you know, like heat or warmth or some kind of energy flow 
And so you can do that. Uh, some people use quartz crystals because the quartz crystals will amplify and you can feel the energy through that. So there's several ways of checking the, um, the, uh, the way uh, uh, how fast or how slow a chakra spins, okay? Now, um, there are a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, there are a lot of crystals uh, for different chakras. So what we're gonna do now is, oh, um, before that, I, I want to uh, talk about, where's my paper? Excuse me, one second. Okay, so as we're talking about slow and fast chakras, uh, there's a different ways that you can energize your chakras. And also uh, there's, uh, if you can also tell uh, if you have a blockage. So uh, the first chakra or the root chakra, the blockage is fear because um, the root, well, I probably should go do this during it because I have to explain what the chakras are about to understand why it's fear. So let's just, just go right into the, um, to the lesson, I suppose. Okay, one second. I have a lot. I have a lot of paperwork here to help you guys uh, learn about the chakras. Okay, all right. So first, or root chakra. Now I'm going to give you the Sanskrit name and a, and a few other descriptive uh, information about each chakra. The uh, Sanskrit name for the root or first chakra is, is Muladhara. Now you guys can look all this stuff on the, on the internet. Google's your friend or whoever, you duck, duck, yo, or whatever you use, uh, you know, to, to search this. But all this information is it available on the internet. I'm just giving you an introduction to the chakras so that you can start studying if this is something that interests you. Uh, this, this will get you started on your, on your way to studying the chakras more in depth. So it's Muladhara and it's located at the base of the spine. Also, that's where the seat of the Kundalini energy starts is right there, okay? Um, the, uh, the, the, the central issue or the things that the root chakra governs are survival, stability, acceptance, self-preservation, deep rootedness, perception, grounding, fear, and safety. Okay, so those are your basic human needs. All right, food, shelter, clothing. Well, if, if everybody had their basic needs, then they would be a lot less fearful and a lot more content about their lives. But a lot of people worry about money, they're worried about putting food on the table, uh, worried about paying the rent. You know, those are real concerns of ours. And, you know, so that affects the root, the root chakra affects that. So if you have an imbalance in your root chakra, it's going to show up in, in that way. Now, the color is red. Uh, essential oils that are associated are all the root um, essential oils like sandalwood, cedarwood, cedarwood, patchouli. Those are all uh, root chakra. So if you have an imbalance in your root chakra, you can use those essential oils. There's a lot of things that you can do. And I'm gonna go through some of those things later on, on how to energize your chakras, but you can use essential oils. That's one of the things you can use crystals. Uh, you can use color, food, all that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna go through all of that in a little bit. Um, now, some of the crystals. 
I have a whole, I have a, I have a whole bunch of crystals to show you here today. So let's see. Uh, these are two that I really like. When I'm doing a chakra balance on someone, it's really kind of um, it's it's hard to just like drop a, a stone in between their legs. It kind of shocks them a little bit, and then you know you have to have them retrieve it. So what I do is since the root chakra also governs the hips, all right. What I do is I take two stones and I put one on each hip. So these are uh, these are uh, red jasper. Okay, they're they're palm stones. Palm stones just mean that I'll show you the back. Palm stone just means that they fit in the palm. Okay, and they're big enough. Now, well, let me talk about size really here for a quick second. You know, a lot of people that carry, they wear all these bracelets, they carry these little stones, they put, they have a mojo bag full of crystals. You know, there's about 30 or 40 of them in there. And they're all like really tiny, you know, like half inch, quarter inch, three quarters of an inch. Those are nice for companionship or for touchstones, for remembrance. But if you're going to use them for healing, you really need something that's at least an inch to an inch and a half big. All right. If you go smaller than that, it's not going to be big enough unless you use three or four of them. Okay, now you can pile them together. You're like that's a good, that, that's fine. But it's 30 or 40 different kinds of stones in, in a mojo bag, that's just too confusing for them and for you. So what you wanna do is if you don't have big stones but you have a lot of the same color and you let's say you wanted to use the root chakra, you wanna balance your root chakra and you don't have crystals this size, but you do have smaller ones, you have a handful of them. Use those, put those in a mojo bag and drop those between your legs. You know, that, or, or if you're gonna do it so you're lying on your back, actually uh, balancing your chakras um, lying on your stomach is actually better because your uh, vortexes are closer to your spine. There's not as much flesh. Like, you know, you have your spine here, and then your body goes out to here, but from the spine, there's not a lot of flesh. So um, it's better to have somebody help you with it. So you lie on your stomach and have them balance your chakras going up your spine. So you can actually put one of these on the, um, the base, which is right above, it's right by the tailbone. Okay. But if you're going to do it, so people are lying on their back, so their stomach is up then you really would need to get big, you need to get large stones. You need to get ones that are going to affect the energy of the chakra, okay? So those are my, uh, well, those are two of them. Um, I have other ones here I'm gonna show you. Uh, I love these, these are red calcite. Look at that color, isn't that gorgeous? Here, wait, maybe you can see it better. No, you can't. All right, there we go. It looks almost root beerish. I mean, these are just, there we go. That's a good picture. Uh, let me show you another one. I just love these. These are just, they feel so good. They're all root chakra stones are just really comforting. And, you know, uh, this one has a little cup in it. That's also red calcite. Um, I have one more piece. These are, this one has a lot of white calcite in it too. But uh, I just love the way they feel. I just really do. Uh, now, the other thing that you can use, um, any kind of grounding stones, I mean, you can use petrified wood. Any, anything that's with the root chakra, petrified wood is an awesome, 
awesome root chakra stone. It's so grounding. It's, it's like having a hug. You know, and this, this is petrified wood. It looks like a rock, but it's really not. And you can tell it's petrified wood because it's, it's light. It's very light for its size. See, you can see the, the, the right here, all right? That's the, uh, the, uh, the, the tree, tree growth. And here's another one that you can see with the, see that white part on the bottom? That is uh, the, the bark of the tree. And here's the bark of the tree right there. Okay, and I have another piece and uh, this one is just has some layers in it. Well, you can use, these are just amazing to use. Um, you know, any kind, you know, you can use rubies. Uh, I have a couple of star rubies here. Uh, these are just, they're not, they're, they're not really polished. They're polished on the ends. So if you look down them, uh, is my light's not very good in here, but if you just shine a flashlight down these, you can see the star because what happens is uh, asterism is caused by uh, light going down into the crystal and then it bounces off the sides and then comes back out. So if you look at these, these rubies, these are six-sided, all right? And that's why they have a six-sided star when you look at a star ruby, it's really cool stuff. Okay, let me see if there's any more uh, that I can show you. Oh yeah, here's a couple more. And uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about these. Uh, okay, uh, these are garnets. Uh, these are pyrope garnets, they're not really polished. Uh, you can, they, this is how they come out of the ground. Okay, there are dodecahedrons, I think, 12-sided, 10-sided. I can't remember, 10 or 12-sided. But, uh, but, and they're very dark. These are pyrope garnets. And then I also have a piece of uh, dragon's blood jasper. It's really pretty. You see that? It's green with red, it's really nice. So you can use really anything like that. Here's a piece of, oh, this is really cool. This is a piece of rock that came from Sedona, Arizona, where they were having all those uh, UFO sightings and stuff. And, you know, Sedona is a, a big vortex too. So, um, oh yeah. And also uh, this is hematoid quartz. Hematoid quartz is another one. See the, those red lines through it? Uh, that's uh, actually iron running through the quartz. Um, the reason why it's, it's grounding is because of iron. Uh, Mother Earth's core is iron. And that's her root chakra. So if you, that's why it's really important to ground because when you ground, you connect to Mother Earth's root chakra. And that's why it feels so comforting because she's, she's giving you a big hug by doing that. Okay, it's really pretty amazing. So those are some of the crystals. Now, uh, let me see, what else can I tell you? Um, uh, what you, the blockage for uh, first the first chakra is fear, uh, false evidence appearing real or not real. Okay, uh, so if you have fear, fear of loss of things that you believe that you cannot replace. Okay, that that is a root chakra issue, and you need to take a look at that. Now, uh, some of the organs and. Uh, systems that the root chakra governs are your immune system, the base of the spine, your legs, your bones and bone marrow, your feet, 
the rectum and your physical body support. So that's the, uh, what your uh, root chakra governs physically. Now, if you have a balanced root chakra, you're going to have good health. You will have vitality. Vitality just has, means have energy. You're well-grounded. You have a sense of trust in the world, feeling safe and secure, having stability, prosperity, and ability to relax. Now, I realize that this, this past year has caused a lot of people to really, really take care about that. All right, so uh, you probably want to um, take a look at root chakra imbalances uh, a lot more. Th that will really help with all of these fears um, because some of them are really not, you know, they're really not true. They're just, we're made to believe they're true. Okay, uh, so if, um, let me see. Let's see the spiritual challenge. How well we manage our physical world. So uh, the spiritual challenge is how well we manage our physical world. So if you manage your physical world, if you feel stable, if you feel content and, and secure, then your root chakra will be in balance. Now, there are uh, ways to tell if it's excessive or sluggish or deficient. Uh, if it's excessive, you feel sluggish, lazy, tired, uh, you're overeat, you hoard, you have materialism uh, and fear of change. And then your deficiency, if it's going slow, excessive means that it's spinning big, okay? If it's underactive, which is what deficient means, you're going to be fearful, anxious, restless, uh, lack of discipline, uh, financial difficulty, and chronic disorganization. Okay, so... That's the root chakra. Now, let me see. Okay. So the, the second chakra is the sacral chakra and that is located right, uh, right by where your reproductive organs are. Okay. Um, the Sanskrit name is Vadhisthana. The uh, central issue is sexuality, emotions, financial and creativity, uh, codes of honor and ethics. Okay, the color is orange. And uh, some essential oils that you can use for this are rosemary, juniper, sandalwood, jasmine, rose, and ylang ylang. Oh, I love the words. So if oh, you put all those together, oh my God, that would smell really, really awesome actually. Okay, now. Uh, orange stones, there are not as many of them as, say, uh, uh, some of the other colors, but I do have some favorites here. I'm going to show them to you. Um, let's see, what's that? Nope. Okay, so uh, this is something that I, I got. Um, I was at a show, and uh, one of the, one of the um, vendors didn't want it because it was broken. They couldn't sell it, so I took it. But this is a gorgeous piece of uh, of, uh, of uh, geode, uh, carnelian geode. I just love that, and I love the little um, little jersey in the center there. See it? Whoops, sorry. See that? So this I put right on top of the womb, or you know, right above the uh, the pubic bone on a man. And this just is big enough to cover it. But I just love the way this. Oh my God, this just feels so good. And uh, another thing that I use 
um, is uh, orange uh, calcite, okay? Uh, these are very light, but you can see the orange color, right? And then um, I have some carnelians here. Uh, this one's actually really cool because it has Druzy in the middle. I just really love this piece. And it looks like a, a cone. Okay, and then this is just another piece of carnelian. Now you notice my stones are big. They're not little pieces. Um, if I have little pieces, I usually use more than one. Here's another, uh, these are uh, palm stones. Okay, carnelian palm stones. So it's mostly carnelian. I just love carnelian. It has just such a wonderful energy. Oh, and also, um, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about these. Um, I have a uh, sunstone. Okay. Um, they look more orange when you, let me put a little bit of my water on here. Let's see if I can do that. Let's see. You can see the see how dark see the darkness. You can, when a, a stone is rough and dry, if you wet it down, you can tell more what it'll look like when it's polished. Okay, I didn't quite get the back. Yeah, you can see the little flecks of dark orange. That's the sunstone in the matrix. And uh, this piece here. Um, I'm not going to wet that down. Oh, yeah. And then I have tangerine quartz. This one is uh, covered with, I forget what this is. Tangerine quartz. Oh, I don't remember. This is a little, a little cathedral. You can see all the little crystals. Okay. Um, but it's orange. So the color is really important. And then I have uh, some orange um, kyanite. Orange kyanite is uh, really, oh, that's pretty. Ooh, ooh that's even prettier. Let's see if you can see that. Yeah, it has a shimmer to it. It's really pretty, orange kyanite. It's come, it doesn't come very big. It's actually little pieces, but it's also, mm, there, okay, there you go. Really cool stuff. Here's another piece, typical orange kyanite, but it is orange and I'm sorry about the color. Um, I guess it's probably the light in here. Um, could be my webcam, it's not really that expensive. I had to start somewhere, right? Okay. All right, so <clears throat> orange. So uh, the, um, the main issue on uh, the sequel is emotional identity. Okay, that's where all your basic emotions are, love and fear, right there, all right? So uh, the organs uh, that it governs are your sexual organs, your large intestine, uh, your lower vertebrae, uh, which is where your sacrum, okay? Uh, your pelvis, your kidneys, your appendix, your bladder, uh, prostate for men, hip area, the lymphous system and all bodily fluids. Okay, so if you're balanced, you have graceful movements, you have emotional intelligence, ability to experience pleasure, nurture of self and others, ability to change and healthy boundaries. 
Now, uh, if you have, if your chakras are overactive, um, then you will have a uh, sexual and pleasurable addiction, uh, excessive sensitive and strong emotions. Uh, you feel um, you invade others um, in their personal space. Uh, you, are, you use seductive manipulation, uh, obsessive attachment and emotional dependency. So codependency comes from an excess of, uh, uh, of energy in the sacrum. If you're, if you're deficient in the, the sacral energy, then you have poor social skills. Uh, you're frigid, you have fear of sex, lack of desire, uh, lack of passion, lack of excitement, denial of pleasure, fear of change, and rigid in attitude. So basically you're a pretty much closed off person, okay? And let me see. So uh, the second chakra, the blockage is guilt. All right, which is where you remember love and fear. So guilt is a form of fear. Um, so it's very important to forgive yourself, to love yourself, be, do self-care and take time for yourself. Um, you know, there's a saying, and it is very true. If you cannot love yourself, you cannot love others because you can't give somebody what you don't have. You know, ask somebody for $5,000 these days. They're like, are you crazy? I don't have that. Why, why can't you give it to me? Because I don't have it. It's the same thing with love. If you don't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? If you can't love yourself, you can't teach others to love you. That's how it's supposed to go. All right. You're not supposed to find out what other people need and give them that. That's codependency. Okay. What you need to do is teach somebody by your boundaries and how you treat yourself how to love you. That's how it's supposed to be done. Okay. All right. So the third chakra, solar plexus. That's right in, right above your belly. Okay. Right where like, if you get hit there, it really hurts and you probably gasp for air. <laughs> That's your solar plexus. Um, oh, by the way, I, I'm sorry. I forgot to uh, mention uh, there's an active and a passive energy um, for each chakra. And the root chakra is an active energy. It's a, not, masculine, not masculine per se, but it's a masculine type of energy. It's very active. Um, the sacral chakra is uh, a passive or feminine type of energy. It's a more passive. Okay, uh, and the uh, solar plexus chakra is also active energy. It's also a masculine type energy. And the reason why is because the, um, because the solar plexus governs power, personal power, self-esteem, uh, your self-image, uh, your energy, your will, your responsibility, all that kind of stuff. Okay, let's see if there's anything I missed. No, okay. All that is how you feel about yourself, right? And if your solar plexus is strong, you'll have really good self-esteem. Now the essential oils, uh, that you can use for this are peppermint, juniper, lavender, bergamot, and rosemary. Now, crystalline stones. There are several yellow stones, and some of them uh, that you wouldn't think are yellow are considered yellow, which is turquoise. And uh, turquoise can uh, 
And I'm also going to want to talk about Bridgestones when I get to the blues because that's really important. But uh, this turquoise is uh, Hubei turquoise, right? I know it's real because every time I buy a piece, every time I buy a strand, I usually buy a strand or a pound and I break one open and I sacrifice it to the turquoise gods just to make sure that it's not, you know, died. So that's what I do with that. Okay. But other Yellowstone, and there are quite a few. Oh, let's see. Some really nice ones. And those, all those. Okay. So let's start with the ones you're most familiar with, which is heat treated citrine. Now, I know you're all going to go, what? Heat treated? Oh my God. Natural. Well, it is because it started its life out being amethyst. Well, what they do is they take the B grades and the, you know the not so good grades, and because see, like if you look at this piece, there's a big white piece of there's a big white part here, right here. So this is not a very good grade of amethyst because it doesn't show all the purple. So what they do is they take all this and they throw it in uh, a a big oven at about 600 degrees centigrade uh, for several hours, and it turns from uh, purple to yellow, right? Now remember, yellow, any color, the colors are really important when you're talking about chakras, because remember, chakras are based on the rim, this, the chakras system we belong to, or I belong to, is based on the rainbow system. Okay, Oop, that one has a nice uh, rainbow in it. <laughs> That's why these pieces are special to me. That's why I use them when I do chakra balancing because they're so powerful. All right, and uh, here's another one. Okay, these are all heat treated amethyst. But yellow is important. So if it's yellow, it's going to affect the solar plexus chakra. Now it's not as powerful as this, which is natural citrine. This is actually a smoky citrine. I don't know if you can see the see the yellow in that see that um but this i have other ones but i don't remember where they went let me see if they're on this tray uh no they're not okay they're probably yeah the, oh i see them they're over there okay well i can't reach them right now um but here's another one and this is very light yellow like you can barely see that yellow but if you look down the bottom where my index finger is you can see the yellow okay these are natural citrines these are a lot stronger however if you only have the other ones and these are expensive um these little doodads are expensive like you can buy you don't have to, these are polished of course and of course they're going to be a lot more expensive like this one in my shop goes for about 40 dollars okay but these pieces here, this one and these in particular, are about maybe six, six or seven. Okay. So if you can only, if your budget only allows the heat treated kind, then do it. Now, sometimes you can find, and I had them in my shop, natural citrine points that were, you know, like a regular quartz crystal point, you know, right out of the ground and they didn't clean up too much. They just kind of threw it in a bag and said, here you go. Um, well, those are, um, you can get those at a very reasonable price, okay? But they are out there. 
Now, a couple of the things I want to show you, yellow jasper. Yellow jasper is an excellent third, uh, third chakra stone. I just love its energy. It's just, it's very, um, it's, it's active without being aggressive. Like, like this little guy, okay? Tiger's eye is active, but it's very aggressive. I mean, this guy is like, yeah, let's get him. Come on, you can do it. I mean, just like pound you on the head with courage and the, the self-esteem and all that kind of stuff. And it's so masculine that men who are overly masculine really shouldn't wear it because they become very aggressive. So you don't want to, you don't want to give a, you don't want to give a macho man a, a yellow tiger's eye. You want to probably give him a rose quartz or something, <laughs> maybe something green. Uh, but uh, but yellow jasper is a really great stone, and uh, tiger's eye is excellent too. And then also I want to show you I have a uh, yellow calcite. Okay, some people call this honey calcite, but it's not quite dark enough. It's really yellow calcite. Here's another piece that I just absolutely love because you can uh let's see you can see through it i mean you can see calcite anyway but this just shows you the cleavage lines and i need to get a move on here because it's quarter of just four and uh i have only gone through three three uh chakras okay so uh the organs that it represents are the respiratory system and diaphragm the digestive system stomach liver gallbladder kidney, pancreas, adrenals, spleen, the small intestine, the lower back, the sympathetic nervous system. So it's everything in your middle, pretty much. Now, if you're, uh, if you're balanced uh, with a... Uh, oops, hold on. I'm missing a paper. Let's see. It's in this one. Okay, here we go. If you're balanced, you feel tranquil and have inner harmony. You have self-acceptance. You respect nature and emotions of others. You have feelings of unity with the rest of humanity. You're responsible, reliable, confident, spontaneous, have a sense of humor and able to meet challenges. If you have an, ex if you're an excessive amount, then you're overly aggressive. Remember, like I said, you know, uh, you don't want to give, uh, a uh, so a, a tiger's eye to an aggressive man. Uh, so if it's overly aggressive, dominating, controlling, blaming, arrogant, manipulative, power hungry, stubbornness, hyperactive, excessively ambitious, and competitive. I think we know a few people like that, at least one or two. And if you're deficient, you have low energy, you have a weak will. Uh, you let, uh, basically let people walk all over you. Poor self-esteem, passive, sluggish, fearful, poor self-discipline, emotionally and physically cold. You live in a victim mentality. You blame others. You're unreliable and you have poor digestion. Okay. So the third chakra, the blockage is shame uh, it's because it's all your higher emotions are up here. So disappointments and shame in itself. Remember I said uh, under active, you're going to have poor, you know, self you're going to have poor self-esteem and that kind of stuff. So that's why a lot of people who have that feel very shameful towards themselves, towards themselves. Okay. Um, and the other thing, just real quick, I'm going to mention here is that uh, I'm going to be talking to uh, 
our friend, Dr. Ruth Anderson, uh, about some new classes that I would like to teach. And uh, some of them are going to be on uh, self-esteem and dark night of the soul and that kind of stuff. So stay tuned. Uh, I don't know what's going to come, but we're going to have, we're going to meet on Friday. And I'm very excited to talk to her about some of the ideas that I have. So, okay, fourth chakra, heart chakra. Now, the heart chakra has two colors, pink and green. And it's the, um, the only one that you don't need to close down. It doesn't, it doesn't really have, I mean, you can have an excessive, uh, excessive energy of the heart and you could have a deficiency of the heart, but the heart is a kind of a special <clears throat> organ. The Sanskrit name is Anahatra. It is a passive energy, uh, is located right in the center of the chest. Uh, the essential issues are love, unconditional love, self-love, forgiveness, relationships, intimacy, devotion, depression, and loneliness also. Uh, that does start in the heart chakra. Um, the reason why it starts in the heart chakra is because it's betrayal. And when you feel betrayal, you're going to feel guilt. You're going to feel um, loneliness, depression, um, and that kind of stuff. So that's why it starts right there. Uh, essential oils are sandalwood, rose, and cedarwood. Crystals and stones. Okay. Now, there are a lot of pink and green stones. So I'm not going to have a time to show you all of these. Okay, but uh, here's one, Amazonite. Okay. It has a shimmer to it. That's how you can tell it's Amazonite and not... Uh, well, Green Adventuring does too. Green Adventuring has mica. But this isn't really... It's not really mica. It's more of that it refracts the light because of the way it cleaves. Um, malachite. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay, here's Malachite. I don't know if you, you can't really see. I'm so sorry you can't really see all these colors. But this is a very dark, dark green. Uh, Unikite actually is really cool because it has pink and green in it. So here's Unikite. Okay. And then, of course, rose quartz. Who can do a heart chakra anything without rose quartz? So I have rose quartz heart here. And then uh, other colors um, that you can use for the heart chakra uh, is, uh, is rhodonite. Rhodonite is an excellent heart chakra stone. Okay, and this has a little bit of the black matrix in it, but sometimes you can find it without. And uh, right here, like this one is, is actually pretty good quality. Rhodonite um, doesn't have as much black matrix in it. Okay. Uh, let me see. Ruby and Zoisite, just another good heart chakra stone. Okay. See the red parts? That's Ruby. If you shine a black light on it, if it glows, it's just real. That's how you tell. Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, uh, Moss Agate. Moss Agate has uh, uh, quartz. It has uh, some blue stuff in it, green. I don't really even know what it's made of. Okay. Here's Chrysoprase. This is the real deal, guys. All right, not that lime green crap they call chrysoprase. That's not real chrysoprase. This is chrysoprase. It has a apple green color. That's good quality chrysoprase. The other lime green stuff they say is, oh, it's a uh, lime green chrysoprase is actually serpentine. Um, it's a trade name. All right, so don't 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 go buying that stuff. Uh, here's some uh, emerald in the matrix. Can you see that? Right. 
right there. That's an emerald. And the emerald, uh, whoops, there we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, let me see. Ah, rhodochrosite. Rhodochrosite is a cousin of rhodonite. See, it has a black matrix in it too, but this stuff is actually gorgeous. I've seen huge pieces of rhodonite that you can, because it grows in stalactites, so it can be round like uh, malachite. Okay. And it's just stunning, just absolutely stunning. If you can get over to a, 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 um, a, a crystal show, uh, here's some uh, pink tourmaline. It's not rubellite. Okay. This is rubellite. Okay. Rubellite is a heart, is a root chakra. This is pink. Okay. Let me see. And uh, okay. Quartz. And that's about all I have. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, whoops. It's, it's not showing up because my green screen, but there you go. That's our green uh, calcite. <laughs> Sorry about that. And then uh, I also have some dyed magnesite uh, that's supposed to be turquoise, but it's really dyed magnesite. But the color is what's really important. And magnesite's actually really good for the heart in any case. Oh, and uh, here's some, uh, this is uh, some uh, fuchsite, green fuchsite. It's really pretty. It's all mica. It's got all kinds of mica in it. It's beautiful stuff. Okay, let's see if there's anything other, oh, another one here that's pretty cool. Okay, that's good. I just want to leave it at that because I only have seven minutes to teach you three more chakras. So um, if you're balanced, you're going to be compassionate, loving, self-loving. That's really number one. Got to get that, guys. Empathic, peaceful, balanced, having a good immune system. Um, okay, if you're uh, if you're excessive, you're demanding, jealous, codependent. Uh, remember when I said codependent starts in the heart? That's why if you're of an overactive heart chakra, as you are codependent, poor boundaries. That's go long codependency, overly sacrificing. Gee, I wonder where that comes from. And possessive. Okay, so those are all codependent traits. If you're deficient in your heart chakra, you're going to be antisocial, withdrawn, cold, shy, critical, judgmental, intolerant, lonely, depressed, fear of intimacy and relationships, lack of empathy, narcissistic, and bitter. That's an awful way to be. I, I really, I, I really feel bad for people who are, have are brokenhearted. That feel like they have nowhere else to go. I really do. My heart, my heart just goes out to people like that. Okay, the fifth chakra. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but I just, I just, I feel those things so much, you know, because I'm being an empath. All right, the fifth chakra uh, is uh, location at the throat. Okay, uh, the Sanskrit name is Visuddha. Um, it is blue. It's not dark blue. Okay, it's not purple. Okay, it's blue. <laughs> blue. Let's see. Okay, and blue. Um, oh yeah, here's a really pretty. Oh yeah. This is a uh, blue lace agate, but it also has chalcedony in it. Okay, it's blue. This is a kind of color blue. Um, let me see, angelite, another blue. 
See how that's like robin's egg blue? That's the kind of blue we're talking about. Okay, here's uh, blue calcite. Another another blue. All right. Um, blue aptite. Oh, this is gorgeous. This is um, peacock blue. I know you can't see this. Or maybe you can, but it's just like this gorgeous. Like they call it electric blue. Maybe I can show you on this. Oh, there we go. Electric blue appetite. Really pretty, pretty, pretty stuff. And you can also use sodalite if you use the lighter colored stuff. Um, not all sodalites create equal. Here's a piece. Um, this is natural sodalite, and you can see there's mica in it, but you can use this for the fifth chakra. Okay, so um, bridge stones. Let me talk to you about those because you can use certain stones for two different chakras, all right? Uh, like uh, uh, solar plexus and the sacral. Uh, sometimes, um, sometimes um, citrine, if they bake it a lot, it gets really dark yellow, almost orange. So you can use that uh, uh, as a, uh, a sacral chakra uh, stone. And even sometimes you get citrine, that, uh, excuse me, um, uh, uh, carnelian, that's really light, especially if you get it in a geode. And you can use that uh, for the solar plexus. So you can use the stones as long as they correspond. The same thing with the throat. Like if you have a really, um, if you have a, like a very light sodalite, you can use that for the throat and you can use some of the throat chakra stones for the, uh, um, for the third eye, especially like if you have a very light piece of lapis lazuli um, or something like that. Uh, gee, I don't even know if I have any lapis here. That's it. I'm probably on the other tray. Um, but uh, but yeah, you can definitely do that, especially even with the crown chakra. If you have dark amethyst, you can use that for your um, for your third eye. If it's really light, you can use that for your crown. Okay, uh, we have three minutes left. Oh, I am so sorry. Okay, um, maybe next week I'll finish this. Maybe I'll do a part two because I don't want to do the the chakras in this uh, a, 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 a injustice, and I also want to. Uh, give you ways to energize your chakras and then also how to do it, a chakra uh, balancing. So um, I think that's what we're going to do next week because I really didn't have anything planned because uh, I wanted to talk to Dr. Ruth first to see uh, what she thought. But I think I'm going to uh, go ahead and um, start over with the fifth chakra, go through the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, and then um, I'm going to go over how to balance the chakras and then also, or ways to energize your chakras and then using um, a, a, a chakra set to actually do a chakra balance. I can, I'll teach you my method, okay? So um, I guess that's it for uh, the class. Let's see. Okay, so um, next week, like I said, we'll do the chakra class. And then also please in the comments, I still haven't figured out how to uh, get to read the comments as I'm teaching. So unfortunately, if you had comments today, I really apologize for not answering, but I do look at them after and I always watch the replay. So I, I'm able to look at the comments. So if you have uh, any topics that you would like me to present upon, I would be glad to do that um, if I know how to do, if I know about them. Uh, but just put them in there anyway, and I appreciate that. So again, 
My name is Karen Squilanti. I invite you to come into Nature's Alchemy, where we explore natural healing with crystals, plants, and herbalism, essential oils, and in many ways that Mother Earth provides for our healing and well-being. Oh, I also want to mention, if you know anybody who would like to uh, be, be a guest speaker, uh, that would be a fun. Um, just let me know. Uh, put that information in the comments, too. Um, make sure that it has to do uh, with, you know, um, what my theme of my um, of, of my show is okay uh, and i will guide you through the methods you can to recruit these allies and give their help in bringing the body back into balance and again i appreciate you coming and thank you so much and we'll see you next week <laughs>